you. He said, the trouble with you is you want to see the end from the beginning. You are listening to Saints in the South. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Saints in the South. Uh, we are on number 45. So today, today we are in chapters 6 through 11 of the, the book of Ether, and the title of it is That Evil May Be Done Away. And last week, Andrew talked about the book of Ether being a, a mini Book of Mormon, and that's exactly what it is. This is, this is the Book of Mormon on warp speed uh, yeah. with a few extra yeah. secret combinations thrown in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, so just kind of starting this out here. Um, so, uh, in the beginning of chapter six, uh, the brother of Jared, he comes down, uh, from the mountain and where he's got these, he has these lit stones now and, uh, he has 16 of them, uh, two for each barge and, uh, able to put one in, uh, they, and think, I think in chapter six it actually, he actually calls them vessels and then, then calls them yeah. barges. But, uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, he takes them and uh, he puts them, they put them in the, uh, in the barges there and, and they get ready to, to head out. Um, so go ahead. So one, one thing I love about this chapter is, is this, to me, it's one of the easiest chapters to apply to our lives. I, I don't, I mean, and, and what I'm saying is, you know, how to use these things, these accounts, these, these actual things that happen in history, but then apply those things into our lives. Like, how does that, like I had so many, so many notes on, on ether six that just kept coming to me. I was like, wow, that's such a great uh, lesson for today. You know, how we observe this or do this. And I mean, just starting right there in verse two, talking about how he, you know, you were just saying he put the lights in the vessels, you know, two in each vessel. And, and it just made me think, I was like, here, you know, you got to put in con- context what these guys are doing. They're in these enclosed, you know, they're enclosed in these ships, these barges, these vessels, submarines, whatever you want. I mean, these things can go under the water, above the water, yeah. I mean, whatever. And, um, you know, but, but here's the thing is they have these lights in them. And uh, to me, and I said it before in the other podcast, um, it's, it's sunlight. It's, it represents sunlight. These things represent present Christ. Christ is with them. You know, really, it's a great reminder for the next basically year that they're on the water. What was it? 360, 344 days. So basically a year. I mean, let's, yeah. you know, let's, let's yeah. give them the, you know, the three weeks or whatever. But, um, so here they are and these lights are in there. This represents Christ and Christ is, it's a literal representation that the light of Christ is with them as they travel across this great water and, and sunlight. S-O-N light. Sunlight. S-O-N light. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and so, it, you know, what a great reminder and constant reminder of the power of and, and the love of Jesus Christ right there with them, you know. So, so I think, uh, so this is the great thing about, about, about the scriptures is that, is that you can take the same commentary or the same thing that you're reading, right? And right. you can come up with a couple of different things. So here's what I thought of with the, uh, with the two lights uh, in, in each barge. One represents the light of Christ, which everybody is born with, right? Yeah, uh, kind yeah. of if the easiest way to think about it is is your conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it can help you help you you know discern right from wrong and so forth, uh, and helps you lead you to truth. And then the right. second light is the Holy Ghost, um, which which everybody can have access to as well. And there's there's two types of or uh, two forms, I guess. Uh, 
where you have the power of the Holy Ghost, where he, he helps uh, uh, confirm to you truth and testifies right. of Christ. And then you have the, the gift of the Holy Ghost. So that, that's what I thought of with the, with the two lights there, the light of Christ and then the, and then the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many, so many things as I, as I think about these lights, you know, you go down and it says how they kept, they continuously praised the Lord. You know, it's easy to compare this story to the story of Lehi and his family coming across the great waters in the ship and the large ship. Yeah. Some of the differences is, you know, they had the Liahona, Lehi and his family had the Liahona, which guided them according to their righteousness as they were righteous, it worked. It showed them, pointed them the direction. Here's here's the brother of Jared and his his whole family here. They're coming across, and it, the Lord's basically sort of taking care of the directional thing for them as far as like, I'm just going to push you that way, you know. Um, so a little different there, but then you think about this, and I, I had this thought actually as we were talking just now. You know, the Liahona didn't work when they were unrighteous. We didn't have any of that really recorded here with Ether and them. It seems like they were pretty close to the Lord the whole way. And they were, you know, um, I wonder if they had became unrighteous or unruly as they went, if those lights and those stones would have started to go out or something. And they would have been like, oh, wow, we better get that light right. back because we're in darkness, you know. So I wonder if that could have been a thing, you know, that, but they, it never had to happen, yeah, right. which is good. So, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and I'll go and throw out, uh, Marcus, again, you mentioned this kind of the, uh, the symbolism with life and everything and just a couple of things that I'd written down here. So you can apply it. So the barges represent us as individuals. Uh, crossing the waters represents our journey in life. Uh, I already mentioned the, the two stones, the light of Christ and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, they, they prepared uh, getting their physical preparations. And we can apply that, you know, to being spiritually prepared uh, for life. Yeah. Right. Obviously, the furious winds and everything—that's uh, challenges of uh, of life and so forth. Um, and then, and then, like you said, they they, they praise the Lord uh, all the day long. You know, it's interesting that uh, one of our uh, actually one of our one of our listeners, uh, Michael Jones, uh, he recently commented on the on our last episode, and he he seems to think that they were definitely uh, shaped like a submarine type. Um, yeah. dish and everything. And, and, and I, and I replied to him, I said, it really makes sense because you think about the currents and the Lord yeah. pushing, pushing them along. Those currents yeah. are a lot stronger mm-hmm. underneath. And if yeah. they go up underneath there, you know, and the, the Lord's able to push them along, uh, uh, I guess maybe a lot quicker or so forth. So. Yeah. It definitely said they were tight, like into a dish. In other words, they were super watertight. They could, they could be submerged and, and not leak. And I mean, I think it's, you know, Definitely, uh, definitely a different type of vessel. We know for sure than than say what Lehi right. and, or what Nephi built. You know, it's very two very different things. Two very two very different ways, sort of similar way, but two very different uh, ways that they went about it. So, yeah, and how important it is to find the joy in the travel and and making the best of. You know, uh, likening the scriptures. You know, the Marcus mentioned. Nephi, Lehi, similar to Jaredites. You know, Jaredites left a wicked community, the Tower of Babel, um, as a family, and they searched for the promised land. They found it. You know, Nephi, <laughs> Lehi did similar. They left that wicked community over there in Jerusalem. Yep. Found the promised land. Then us, we could compare it to us here in a in a fallen state, us going through our own wilderness, and and um, hopefully we can, uh, you know, arrive to our promised land one day. You know, there's a lot of 
and how important it is. I love how Jackson was likening the scriptures. You know, it's so important, yes. you know, and what you were saying earlier, Marcus, you know, just if we can just liken the scriptures, you know, we've been taught, you know, to liken the scriptures to us, so apply it to us in our lives. So, Well, if we don't, we're just reading cool stories. I mean, yep. you know, I mean, that's the point of the Book of Mormon. It isn't so that I can go build a vessel in my yard like the <laughs> yeah. brother Jerry. Yeah, but, yeah, it's not. Which would be cool, and I would love to yeah. try. But, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a cool story if you're not actually trying to apply it. If we're not putting ourselves there, am I in the boat with Jared? You know, am I, am I inside this thing? And, you know, can I picture that? Can I picture what they felt? You know, I mean, that's a long – 344 days? I mean – that's a long time to yeah. be in a confined space. I don't care how big, you know, I think I, I should have went in and got all the dimension. There's people that's, you know, study this and gotten dimensions and how big it was. And this, I think they were fairly large. I mean, I don't think they were super small, but, and when I say fairly large, I mean, well, it, it mentions being the length of a tree. So I imagine, yeah, I imagine I mean, a tall, know, a tall pine a, tree, yeah, a really yeah, exactly. tall pine tree. So a pretty good size, you know? So, I mean, but still, I mean, a year, right. basically a year inside this thing, confined that way i'm sure they could get on top and stand if they needed to i'm sure you know um yeah, when they could it was nice yeah yeah hey and so you know hey, that's, hey that's, speaking of being inside i thought about this so obviously they had some furious winds it talks about right. the scriptures and everything did, did they have any kind of seat belts or anything in there because i just <laughs> i just think about these people getting thrown around you know being Ooh. slapped from one side to the other it, the old the old the old goat lands and hits you in the head. That's right. You know, you yeah. Across that'd, that'd be the worst part, man. If you ever like watched a, a dog like riding around in a car, you know, they're like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> them yeah. animals were probably all over the place. The people yeah, probably had something funny. to hold on to. Them animals would have been all over the place. Hey, and another thing, there's eight, there was eight of these barges, right? Right. Could they communicate with each other? Like, did one get like 17 miles away yeah, so, a little bit? And, you know, I wonder if they all sort of huddled together i mean there was no way they were not tethered together obviously so i'm wondering if maybe one boat got there a couple of days ahead of the brother jared or this or that oh. that's, just the Lord. that's just something i thought about you know yeah so i was talking to charlie yesterday so it's definitely uh the work of the lord because imagine throwing eight bottles into the ocean yeah. what's the chances of those eight bottles arriving um, on Jekyll Island. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. so it definitely the uh, same time, too, same yeah. time, and all that. That's so true. I mean, that's true. And like I say, they couldn't have been tethered together. It would have never worked. I mean, they could have never. Yeah. It would have. I don't know what kind of strong tether. You and they had have. no control. There was no sails. I was thinking right. about that a little bit. No steering. I was looking up some maps of uh, ocean currents, and you know, the and trade winds and stuff like that. Trying to trying to see how that would have went, and it's just, uh, it's possible. Like there are you know, ocean currents and trade winds that kind of make a, a, a clockwise circle. Yeah. In the Atlantic that would come down and come up into like uh, Central America or something. Yeah. But, so it's like, it's possible they could have just followed that, but still the, even yeah, the, like, a, like stay evenly. Saying, the, yeah. And it's crazy. Get, that they, you know, yeah. There's the, the Lord's hand had to be in that. There's like statistically the chances of that happening are yeah. next to impossible. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's definitely the Lord was well in verse four. Verse four is probably one of my favorite verses in chapter six, and it actually is. There's not a lot. It just talks about basically where they had all their food prepared. They they had everything they needed to subsist upon the water. Basically, their flocks, their herds, uh, whatever it was. Um, you know, honeybees. We talked about you know, and so they had all these things. And at the very end, it says this. The very last line it says, "Commending themselves." unto the Lord, their God, 
they set forth into the sea, commending themselves unto the Lord, their God. So they've done their part, right? Uh, they, they now leave it in the Lord's hands. It's like, we can't do anything from this time forth. We've prepared our barges. We've built them. We've gotten light. We've got a way to breathe. We've got our animals, our seeds, our food, you know, our fresh water, however that, you know, all these things that they needed all of a sudden now, like, like Kenny just said, there's no sales. There's no get out and do the rigging and get the rudder going. There was no rudders. There was nothing. And so now they have to, after everything they've done, they've got to now put it in the Lord's hands. And I think we can look at situations today in our lives and go, I've done all that I can do up to this point. Um, I've got to now just trust in the Lord that it'll work out the way that the Lord needs it to work out. You know what I mean? Um, doesn't mean that I give up and just stay at the house and, and I never have to do anything. But sometimes we do have to go, I've done everything I can. I'm really doing my best. And sometimes it feels like maybe something's not working out in life or something. And it's like, why is that happening? Sometimes we got to just trust in the Lord that it's happening for whatever purpose and that we can handle it and that we'll be able to push through it. But I love this, that they've done everything. They've prepared themselves. And now we commend ourselves to the Lord. In other words, he's going to do the rest. He's going to take care of it. And uh, it makes you realize and remember that the Lord does everything for us. I mean, even the parts where we think we're doing our part and we're doing our preparation and everything, and we've done all our part. Now the Lord can take over. It's really the Lord is right there the whole time. You know what I mean? So, but it's just pretty interesting that they say that commending ourselves to the Lord. Like, here we go. He's supposed to take us there. That had to take some faith. We talk about the faith of the brother Jared. You're getting into a coffin. I mean, really, you're getting into your casket, into a large, they've probably never been in the middle of the ocean. I'm sure most of them have not. And so, I mean, you know, at that time they didn't even, they didn't have world maps either. They didn't have, they didn't have the knowledge that, okay, there's land over here. I know they had no idea. You know, the flat earthers that say, you know, the, 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 I guess waterfalls just come off the side of the world, I guess. I mean, they, I guess they thought they could have just fell over for, in space. Yeah, for all they know. knew, they, they, could have, they could have fallen off so, the earth or just so went they on had forever to have and faith. ever and ever with no end. They didn't, you know, some, I'm telling you, man, they had crazy. to have some faith just to head out like that, you know. Yeah, Which, this you know, what, two, 2000 BC, somewhere around there? Yeah, it's way back, crazy. man. But they do have these lighted stones which i would probably be like hey if them things are working i guess maybe this will work you know what i'm saying they had to have a yeah. little something there but still it took a lot of faith man that yeah that's I'm crazy rem- i'm reminded you know um that having faith i got right here in my notes that commending themselves unto the lord their god a story about elder boy k packer just got called as a general authority and he um wanted advice from harold b lee he sent him to president david o mckay and David O. McKay, this is what he said. He said, the trouble with you, talking about Elder Boy K. Packer, because Elder Boy K. Packer wow. just wants some, some help. He said, the trouble with you is you want to see the end from the beginning. I replied that I would like to see at least a step or two ahead. Then came the lesson of a lifetime. This is great right here. It said, you must learn to walk to the edge of the light, then a few steps into the darkness. Then the light will appear and show the way before you. And then he quoted uh, in um, Ether 12, 6, dispute not because he see not, for he received no witness till after the trial of your faith. Yeah. And Ether 12 is after all this, you know, but um, you got to take a few steps. You got to trust in the Lord. You got to commend yourself unto the Lord. Because again, they asked the Lord for help. They gave him, you know, 
with the stones and air the holes but i feel like hearing they had they had to trust the lord you know yeah and i feel like ether the brother of, i mean uh, the brother of jared was one of those that actually ran into the darkness i really he was just one of them that was like the lord's gonna be there and the lord's probably like well, hold up just a second i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna get you it's like dang it's like come on man just give me a second here that's, that's funny <laughs> ether, brother, that's i mean funny, brother yeah. jared's like i'm running dude I, I already know you're gonna take care of me he's all in off and now the Lord can't withhold himself from him. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it, there, there's some big, there's some big time, you know, to compare the brother of Jared to Nephi, which is sort of one of those, just because it's a lot of similarities that's going on here. Yeah. But man, both of it required a lot of faith to do what they did. This was pioneering 101, man. This was like huge, huge things. And so it, it took some big time faith. Well, let's, let's jump over into, uh, the the kingships i guess or the, the, Ooh, the man the, end up taking place um so jared and the brother of jared they they both uh begin to to be old and um they, they do what? i'm sorry i'm sorry i wasn't here last week to, to comment on this and it, it I, I have to say like that it just cracks me up man the poor guy because you i know like, no. could you imagine jackson if if the the things that you did in your life were so amazing and righteous and you had such great faith that the things that you did were recorded in scripture for people to read for thousands of years from now and if they looked from you they looked at all the great awesome things you did. And every time you were listed, you were just the brother of Brian did this. <laughs> and the brother of Brian said, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, what's what, up, man? Was his name that hard to write? I, I mean, mean was it wrote, really, I mean, out of all the names that, that we've had to go through and that uh, pronunciation I mean, guy that we've had to use. Just Mahonrai. Just Mahonrai. Just put down yeah. Mahonrai. Just put that. We're good. Yeah. That's all we needed. I guess it just made it more intriguing, I guess. You know, <laughs> Moroni yeah. was trying Moroni to get a little mystery I was scared he might here. write his name down, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Who knows? First, so you're talking well, about the kings and all that? They had a family council, right, Jackson? Well, yeah. I will say that this, that the reason that his name may not have been there is that Maybe the the twenty three plates that he got, maybe it never really mentioned his name. Maybe it was before and after those plates, and during those twenty three plates, maybe it, it just sort of mentioned him as the brother of Jared. He didn't have the complete all the plates of theirs, and so right. maybe that that's, that's a just good a point. Just a doll. Yeah. I don't know. Saints in the South conspiracy theory. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So they 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 have like Andrew said, kind of a kind of a family council, and yeah, they they ask they ask the people, uh, they ask them there. They say, hey, what is it that you want of us? And um, and they all you know start talking and everything, and they say, well, hey, how about a how about a king? Why, why don't you anoint somebody to be king for us? And uh, and of course they you know the, well so I, I don't know should I say the brother of Jared or should I say Mahonrai? Huh? I mean, Mahonrai. Mahonrai. Mahonrai says he was grievous. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mahonrai says that's not a good idea. Yeah. Right. And, Surely uh, lead this thing into captivity. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, so, and Jared, and Jared's like, well, I don't know, man. Let's just let's see. You know, they they said they they they're, they're they're pretty persistent. Evidently, they they were pretty persistent. You know. Uh, oh yeah. And um. Yeah, so they, actually, they, Jared said, "Suffer them that they might." This is so basically, suffer them that they might have a king. Right, just let it said, be. Let's, you know, let's do it. And, and here, and here's the thing, man. This is that one time when Jared overruled his brother in a decision. That's right, and it, <laughs> he's like, yeah. should have listened to Mahonrai. Right. That's one. right, <laughs> brother. Jared approaches once. He, I mean, uh, Jared approaches Mahonrai and says, 
what should we do? Should we do this? And Mahonarai's like, I don't think they should because you're going to be led into captivity. All of a sudden, Jared goes, we're going to do it anyway. All right, here we go. That's like the only thing. And look what it caused. All That's this. right. <laughs> Come so on, Real Jared. quick on that. Giving someone, giving, giving someone what they want short, short term might hurt them long term. What, what I'm saying is um, watching that teaching with power, he compared it to not feeding squirrels in Utah. You know, sometimes you'll see a sign that says, do not feed squirrels. But, you know, some t- you got to ask yourself, what's the harm these little cute little animals? You give them some human food. But when wintertime comes and no, there's no humans to give those squirrels their right. food, they lose um, the instinct of being a squirrel and, and they don't gather acorns and then they die. So long term, it hurts them. And even though, what's his face, uh, Arai, who, was, uh, who became king, Jared's son, they were good for a while and Kib, but Kib's uh, Arai's grandson, Korhor, he's the one that started – making things wicked. So, so short term. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, or, uh, and I don't know if you got your pronunciation guy there, Marcus, or, uh, or he's uh, Andrews yeah. is or uh, or or so, so, so yeah. So, uh, so, so, so why are you looking at it? Um, my thought is again, so all the sons refuse, they started with the oldest. Yep. And from, from both families and all the sons refused. And you get down to the to the last son, and I think he's like, well, nobody else is going to do it, so I guess I guess I've got to. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. it, it we'll made me think. Team. That's that's right. So it made I guess me, I'll be king. Yeah, I, I guess I'll, yeah, do I'll do it. But it, it made me think of uh, being a kid and playing a game, and you're playing tag, and you're starting out, and everybody's like, not it, not it, not it. Yeah. And the little the littlest <laughs> one, the youngest one, he ends up being stuck being the one to <laughs> to go tag everybody because he can't. Right. So that this is what that's what I imagine. That had to be the less pressured king of all of them, though, because <laughs> if he did something wrong, he'd be like, "Look here, guys. I mean, nobody else volunteered to do this. All right? Right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I mean, want to be king. Why don't you be king then? All right, if you don't like it. <laughs> and for a generation, it was fine. For a generation, yeah, things right. were good. For a good, but long right. term, long term, it wasn't. And we learned about this in in Mosiah. So in Mosiah Arai- 29, Arai- 16 and seventeen. That's what I was just about to mention. Arai-ha. Arai-ha. Yeah. Now I say unto you that because all men are not just, it is not expedient that you should have a king or kings to rule over you. For behold, how much iniquity doth one wicked king cause to be committed? Yea, and what great destruction! There you go. That's it. Yeah. So you got to remember, people never learn. You got to remember who, when this was read. Also, this we're not the first ones to read this account. The first ones to read this account was way back with King Mosiah. He read it to his people. Remember, they all wanted to hear it, and when he translated it, he announced it and he read it and put it forth to all his people there in Zarahemla. They all heard this story. So I think it's very interesting that you know at this point. I mean, this is when remember King Mosiah said, "No more kings." Kings. I, you know, I had never really thought I had really put that together before. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's extremely yeah, interesting. I mean, this, that's what he's saying. He said, "Look at what happened here." And so that was a very interesting thing. That that was something very powerful from the Book of Ether that happened within the Book of Mormon. So they got counsel from the Book of Ether, just as we're getting counsel now. And then, I mean, it's very very interesting. Very so take notice, America, King Benjamin. He took history records. And he saw Just to what dress happened. in America whenever you want. That's to. right. That's yeah. right. He took records. He took history records, and he saw that this particular way of governing did not work. Okay, exactly. So America, let's look at history. Please, let's look at history and see where Man. 
the other side gets you. Yeah, one, <laughs> so. one small decision can can cause generational consequences. Might be good for a little bit, but like yeah. the squirrels, like that teaching with power, uh, yeah. eventually they're not going to be able to you know be self reliant and on their own. Yeah, but it's true. So I don't know about y'all, but whenever I started reading this, I ended up having to get out the notepad and I decided to, to, to write down. A, a pedigree. The, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> the family history. And man, <laughs> I don't know, but does like every son hate their father? <laughs> I know. That's I mean, the thing, it's like man. every, I was just like, are you kidding It's me? never, it's I never. Think it, it became the thing. It became the the norm. Yeah, that's, it's just what you do. It's just what you do. You know, as a father, I'd be like, I hope I don't have any sons. It's like, man, it's gonna be bad. I think there was one time that I recorded in here. There's one time where the rebellion came from what came from what outside the family. Right. Every other time, it's either a son or a brother. All right, everybody. We hate to bring this to an abrupt end, but we ended up having a podcast recording fail. Thought I'd push the record button, did not double check it, and we were not doing any backup recording. So hopefully we have learned our lesson. And uh, next time we will keep on recording. And until next time, y'all keep on striving. Mm-hmm.